Hello, and welcome to the e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast, where new and aspiring instructional designers start, grow, and advance their careers. Would you like to become a successful instructional designer? Well, then let's get started. Today, I'm speaking with Ms. Rivka Rosenberg. Rivka is an e-learning, foreign language, and online marketing specialist with over a decade of experience in instructional design. She has lived and worked across three continents and is an, an international educator and advocate. Welcome, Rivka. It's great to Thank have you. you. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Of course. Um, what inspired you to get into e-learning and instructional design? Um, I First of all, uh, my, my background is education, and um, I... I always, my motto in teaching is uh, having fun. And um, basically what, what inspired me was uh, the courses uh, in language learning that I took at uh, Washington University in St. Louis and um, my professors that used uh, a lot of technology. And uh, I was a beginner French uh, student and uh, they brought me into <laughs> to a very high level using a lot of uh, technology and uh, different activities and really made it uh, fun and exciting. The courses that uh, were, you know, college courses, sometimes they can be boring, but uh, they were very, uh, very, very uh, inspirational. And uh, I always wanted to emulate uh, my professors at uh, WashU to, to teach like they did. And that's really, um, I, uh, I, I, I always look at uh, different ways of, to make uh, my courses uh, fun and engaging. And I think, uh, you know, technology is there, so why not use it? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my motto, fun and learning. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, you definitely need to have fun. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, so what's a typical day look like for you? Um, first of all, I, I'm um, mostly a freelancer. I also teach in a teacher's college, but uh, that's not uh, freelancing. But uh, with the instructional design, I'm mostly a freelancer. And um, so the, I start off by, by really studying the population. Who am I delivering um, at the course? Or um, at the last course that I worked on was um, Holocaust, um, Holocaust education at uh, Yeshiva University in New York. And I really developed um, the course from uh, A to Z. <laughs> and um, I studied the population, I you know, and the students and uh, also uh, the teachers who, uh, the professors who um, uh, took part of this course. And um, that's, that's number one. And then, uh, you know, I go from there and uh, I, I look at the goals of the course basically. And uh, I start uh, thinking of ways um, how to deliver their material in, in uh, engaging uh, 21st century uh, um, methods of teaching uh, very, to really make it alive, you know, using the technology. And uh, so that's my e-learning uh, part of the day, <laughs> uh, creating uh, courses like that. And um, obviously also cr um, researching the different uh, LMSs that there are and different uh, technology that the, the institution or university has so that's the e-learning. And uh, my uh, second part of the day is really uh, teaching at the teacher's college and training teachers on the, uh, in English and uh, using uh, virtual reality for language teaching and um, also uh, entrepreneurship education, basically to, to how to teach uh, children entrepreneurship. 
so that's uh, two parts of, uh, of my day and uh, and uh, it uh, late at night or early in the morning, if you want. <laughs> I don't know what to call it because uh, I don't sleep that much, but uh, I also uh, create um, lessons like curriculum development on virtual a virtual reality platform for a chain of schools in Australia. So the virtual reality platform is called Verbella, and it's uh, basically the, um, the courses on um, uh, Judaism and Zionism and a little bit of Hebrew also. So that's the curriculum development I do for Australia on virtual reality. Oh, wow. That is so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Virtual reality is growing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, Virbella is, uh, is phenomenal. And uh, I, I definitely recommend uh, some of it is uh, free and some of it, obviously, it's, you can take a look at it. Uh, it really boomed uh <laughs> thanks or due to to COVID-19 right yeah I gotta check that out I'm sure a lot of the listeners do yeah, as well it's amazing awesome it has a lot of potential also for of course for education and so. okay great yeah I'll look into that how has your time as part of the world environmental solutions team impacted your approach to instructional design um, so World Environmental Solutions, um, I'm part of the of the group. Uh, it's um, basically it's a business um, that uh, my partners are all over all over the world. Uh, um, the business is a process for uh, cattle feed that reduces uh, seventy percent of uh, methane emissions. And also it's a fiber rich diet for cattle. So it has got nothing to do with education, but <laughs> It does it does really because uh, educating people on uh, how to use our process and uh, we have partners uh, from all over the world um, that I I actually found them on LinkedIn and on Instagram zero dollars for marketing and uh, really basically LinkedIn and Instagram uh, thanks to those two platforms I found our partners and uh, they sign with us an agreement we teach them that's the part of the teaching we teach them how to use uh, the process uh to uh for the their cattle whoever has cattle and um the process is obviously a green process uh reduces methane and um that's basically the education part uh, that we mm -hmm. we educate them and then we take obviously because we're a business we take a small percentage of their uh profit so it's uh it's it's really um i've done uh, the only marketing that I've ever learned was from uh, my my own uh, uh, YouTube and following uh, Dragons Den in Canada. I lived in Canada and uh, reading books on marketing. But uh, I think that people today should take advantage of uh, really the platforms, uh, social media. Of course, I'm a I'm a number one advocate for uh, LinkedIn and of course Instagram and. Uh, that's how we found our partners. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not really uh, education per se, but it is education, teaching people how to become more, uh, you know, environmentally conscious, so. Oh, right, yeah, and that that is real. I think that's really interesting what you do. I know that it's not really related, but I, I really love that idea. It's and not I'm, related, but it is related, so. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Taking problems I mean, and solving them, really, and uh, t taking problems and solving them through education, so, or, or, you know, inspiring people to to change, you know, to change their set of minds or right. the way they do things. 
Yeah. And it's definitely necessary. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even have this listed as a question, but you were mentioning about being on social media and LinkedIn. And I did notice that you have a lot of followers on LinkedIn as yeah. well. And I've what, been on LinkedIn for a long time. So, yeah. okay. Yeah, so. But you must be really active. And I know that's a, that's a big thing that is like you were saying, social media and platforms is, I feel like networking is going to be more and more, um, Exactly. Yeah. Like very powerful. And I think uh, one, one day, uh, I think CVs and cover letters are going to disappear and people are going to actually talk to you <laughs> and uh, learn who you are and uh, talk to you maybe <laughs> several times and then uh, hire you. But uh, not like they do today, a few minutes and then bye bye. <laughs> like we'll yeah. call you soon. You know how that's how the hiring usually uh, goes. Uh, it's not from one piece of page. And I think uh, LinkedIn is, uh, is an amazing platform. and. Uh, it's really, uh, it makes the world, uh, you know, a little village because everyone you can connect. It's not, it's not Facebook. It's very professional. And, uh, you know, you, it's really, you put in the keywords uh, that uh, interest you and people from all over the world are connected. It's, uh, it's incredible. I, I, I teach LinkedIn and, and uh, at the teacher's okay. college and I also create uh, people. <laughs> I also create, uh, when I have time, I, I help people. Um, develop their LinkedIn profiles and uh oh wow it's, it's very important uh I think it's it's a wonderful uh, tool LinkedIn yeah I agree and I think that's some I think that's one of the biggest problems that a lot of my followers have is they they're still stuck in that mindset of thinking you need to have resumes and things and yeah. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I always had difficulty putting all my all the all the things I do on one piece of paper, and uh, so, right. so I think LinkedIn is amazing. Okay, sometimes uh, you know the endorsements are a little bit funny, but uh, it it shows that you know that uh, some people know you. Most people don't know you, but they see what you do, or they they have some kind of interaction with you, and they you, they endorse your work, and uh, it's uh, it's it leads to to a lot of I. I've uh, met so many people around the globe, <laughs> you know, it's very, I love LinkedIn. Yeah. So you're on LinkedIn a lot then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm a yeah. lot different. Yeah. We also, also for world environmental solutions, also for my own uh, uh, interests. So, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what you have to be doing is yeah. all day long. That's yeah, what I learned. The, yeah, During COVID nineteen, I uh, the the chain of schools in Australia. I met them through LinkedIn, and the job I got through LinkedIn actually. So I've never met them. I live in Israel, and they live in Australia. It's uh, it's not a you know a yeah. hop away, and uh, so I've been working with them. And the only way we we've met is uh, we've met through LinkedIn, and then of course Zoom, and, uh, and then Virbella, and that's that's it. Like you know we're. That's awesome. I know. I wish I want to keep talking about LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can give a session on that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love to have you back another time. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. awesome. okay, let me see. What is the number one habit that you've developed that has contributed to your success? Um, I think time management. I'm very, uh, uh, sometimes it's, it stresses me out that uh, I have to, but, but it gives me also more time that let's say I, I have a deadline for a project um, in uh, instructional design. And so I always hand it in early. So I have time to correct <laughs> what I need to correct or revise or edit. Uh, so I think time management, it can cause, you know, 
stress because uh, I'm very uh, careful with the time, but uh, it also gives me more, you know, time leeway to to correct what I need to correct. So that is great. Uh, I love it. How do you how do you manage your time? I am the worst. <laughs> yeah. So uh, very little sleep, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Uh, a few cups of coffee and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the I, that was a broad question <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I basically start the day with the, the e-learning projects or the translation projects and uh, then in the evening is the the teacher's college and uh, at night on the weekend is the is Australia which is uh, uh, opposite for the times from Israel so yeah, yeah that's three o'clock in the morning four o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> I'm not a good example for for sleep habits. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome though. You stay active and you're doing what you love. I, I love it. I think it's great. It's called coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you share any tips or advice for new instructional designers just starting out in the field? Um, I think the biggest tip from from this session today is uh, is LinkedIn, really connecting to people uh, and following. I've been following people uh, on that are instructional designers all over the world. And uh, without that, uh, like I, I would be, you know, narrow minded in my own uh, environment with a few people that I know. But LinkedIn really uh, I just randomly connect to, you know, I put in e-learning or instructional design or curriculum development. I connect to people all around the globe and I get, uh, I follow them and uh, uh, I get tips from them and they share, you know, the articles, they share what they do. And sometimes if they, let's say they put, uh, uh, they do some kind of uh, interesting activity in their own environment, I ask uh, them if I can uh, join or observe somehow. So I think that, that really, um Connecting to people around the world—that's uh, my my best advice for for everyone. And really, to, you know, to to learn from whoever you can learn, not just from books and uh, and YouTube. Right. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. What are some of the common challenges you face when designing online courses, and how do you overcome them? So sometimes uh, I know, uh, like in Israel, the it's um, academia is very uh, uh, uses only uh, Moodle, and that's very, very, very constrained, very old-fashioned. It's very constrained. Or H five P, it's very like like there's not a lot you can do with the with those uh, archaic environments. So I think that uh, if um, Institutions are willing to invest a little bit in their, you know, in, in their LMSs, for example, uh, like Panopto. I, I used it uh, once with a course that I developed uh, with a university here in Israel. It's called Bar Ilan University and a hospital that's called Sheba Hospital. And the LMS they use is Panopto, which is very, very advanced. Let's say uh, you upload a course and uh, someone says, uh, um, I don't know, um, diabetes, for example, in the course, and it finds right away all the videos and all the in all the presentations that the word diabetes appears. So it's very advanced and uh, wow. it's incredible. Uh, unlike uh, Moodle that, uh, you know, some, I understand why universities uh, use it and colleges here because it's, um, I mean, it's free. So, 
but uh, I think that uh, you know we you should invest a little bit in these platforms and right you know mm-hmm. Zoom is not e-learning and uh, Moodle is not e-learning. We should really mm-hmm. take it a step a step further. Okay, I'm not talking about Verbella, which costs a lot of money, but uh, um, you know platforms that are more advanced. I agree. Yeah, when I was in college, I we we, we used Canvas. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was because it was free. I also used it. Yeah. I also, yeah. at uh, Université Laval, where I went to school in Quebec City, it's uh, also, they said they use that as, it's free. So they use it, but uh, mm-hmm. like, why not uh, invest a little bit and, you know, have more engaging, open it up for, for, for the world. You know, e-learning is really connecting the world. You can invite uh, guest speakers and people from just the other day, I was a, a guest speaker at, at Laval University. Some professor invited me to speak uh, at uh, his course and uh, really inviting. And he created a whole, uh, a whole course from different um, uh, professors and I know uh, scholars from around the world uh, talking to, in his course. So that's that's amazing that this is what technology can do, really create, yeah. a, a, you know, one village out of. Uh... <laughs> I know, it's so cool. <laughs> okay, I still have like seven, how, where are we at? Okay. Seven see. questions, ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> well, I wrote out 15 just to be, I know, and my VA helped me too, but I'm trying to see which ones. Do you, would you want time. to talk about one of them is can you share your experience interacting with children about responsible citizenship and environmental stewardship? Um, so uh, I've taught uh, children. Um, I've not really taught. Uh, I haven't really taught children about uh, you know uh, climate change, but I always uh, focus on. I mean, my, my role as a teacher when I was a teacher <laughs> in elementary school was uh, really teaching language, uh, language, um, languages, French or English or Hebrew. So, um, I, but I do use a lot, I, I do love using uh, uh, art and uh, let's say uh, uh, I taught at a Montessori school and it was uh, close to like a forest in St. Louis. So uh, mm-hmm. um, I took the kids out and we really studied outside. So really that's, uh, I think that's very important to study in nature. And uh, I think we forget that sometimes we're, we're all, uh, especially me, uh, connected and glued to the screens, but you should take uh, children out and uh, you should take yourself out first mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, breathe fresh air. And uh, that's very, very important. So um with my language teaching, it's uh, you know it was always uh, uh, art and music and uh, and nature and uh, using uh, uh, let's say rocks and stones and leaves for different uh, art activities for to teach uh, language. That's so cool! I love it. I know one of my New Year's resolutions this year was to make sure I'm outside at least thirty minutes a day. I mean, very important. Yeah, it's pretty sad that people that I had yeah. to make the resolution. <laughs> Sometimes I, I don't make 30, but uh, like I, I try, I try. Yeah, I just bring my computer and sit outside. Yeah. But- yeah, sometimes Here in Israel, it's easy because it's always uh, nice weather, but uh, sometimes I get uh, stuck with my. <laughs> right, my I know. I'm in Florida, so oh, usually, usually it's nice. But... Yeah, so it's like here. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's not. Um, let's see. Okay, let's. I the videos are supposed to only be seven to 15 minutes. So I'm going to have to edit this out, but I really, I really enjoy talking with you. And Me I, too, I, it was fun. 
It should yeah. keep in touch. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It should I, be it should uh, come as a guest lecture to my to my course in uh, in Tel Aviv, yeah. in the college. Okay. <laughs> sure. Next semester break, but uh, when, once the semester starts, I'm uh, I'd be happy to. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep in touch. And... Okay, great. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, let me ask you one more. Okay, if you had to do it all over again, what would you change or do differently? Um, nothing. <laughs> I'm happy uh, that I chose uh, education <laughs> as my field, uh, and um, really, and I'm happy with the choices that I made uh, to live in uh, different countries and work with different people and different languages. And uh, yeah, it's uh, just uh, an asset. The more languages you know, the more cultures you know. The and uh, education is uh, is very important, especially today. Everything is uh, <laughs> supposed to educate people. So starting when they're very very young till never giving up yeah and making it like i love that you help and fun, make course. it fun yeah because yeah. so many fun kids engaging and uh, i found that uh, when i taught adults uh, let's say i taught at the montreal police when i lived in uh, in montreal and uh, they they were like kids they loved the games and they loved the moving mm -hmm. around and all the activities that, that i used to do with kids i did with them obviously changing yeah. a little bit but uh <laughs> adults are like kids so yeah they really don't, don't are lose the, the love of games and the love of learning and the, the fun that's very important as an educator yeah it is definitely oh that's awesome yeah. thank yeah. you so much okay well i'm very thankful for the opportunity to interview you today your story your story will be incredibly beneficial for new and aspiring instructional designers who are tuning in you thank provided you. me with a i'm sorry you provided me with a comprehensive overview of your role. Is there anything I've missed bringing up that I should have asked you about that I didn't before we finish up today? Uh, no, I think we've covered everything and uh, I'm, I'm always here for questions. You can put my email up, my 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 telephone, I guess, on WhatsApp <laughs> and uh, always here for questions and LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah, I'll put your link. People can LinkedIn. contact me or happy to connect with the, with anyone. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Now that wraps up this week's e-learning and instructional design for beginners podcast episode. Now it's time for you to go out there and take action on what you learned about instructional design today. Remember, you don't have to earn another degree and get a formal education in, in order to become successful in the field of instructional design. That's why I started the e-learning and instructional design for beginners. I would love to have you as an e-learning and instructional design for beginners member. My program is a proven step-by-step -step process you can use for a successful career in instructional design and create online courses from scratch. I offer a free membership that gives you the tools and resources you need to successfully start a career in instructional design and e-learning. To learn more, go to eteachonline.com join.